Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 252. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up, everybody? Philip Dassing. Sup, nerds. <laughs> Kyle Wagner. You calling? Hey, guys. And Ethan Montgomery is back on the program. Big Eth. Bonjour. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's... What what topics do we have tonight on this uh, shitboard, Kyle? What, what's number one? The Virginia Boogaloo? Is that, how yeah. do you say it? is that how you say it? Boogaloo? I, I <laughs> don't know. They, they gave me the spelling on it. I don't know. Boogaloo? Big, big, the big igloo. Big igloo. Yeah. <laughs> the Virginia salsa dance? <laughs> yeah. I saw that, um, what's that guy, uh, Connor Fisher or something like that, the Connor journalist. Ryder? No, he's a journalist for News to Share. He posted. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, what is his name? Is it Ford or Ford Fisher? Yeah, Ford Fisher. Yeah. There we go. I knew I would figure it out eventually. Um, he he posted a picture of his uh, his wardrobe or his getup. He's got like a helmet and like uh, body protecting, and um, it says like media, but it's like a bulletproof vest or something like that. And you know he's ready to go, man. He's ready for the <laughs> shit show. Wait, is he like a, a, a what, what sort of publication is this? Uh, independent media. He's an on the street journalist who mm. sort of tends to cover these sort of things. He was in Charlottesville and mm. anywhere there's uh, going to be a left right street violence, he's on the plane. You know, he wants to he wants yeah, to be in the middle of it. There. Yeah. Is there really much indication there's going to be any uh, left right violence? I mean, as I've heard as actually can... the opposite. I've heard that Antifa. There's an Antifa chapter that plans on marching with the. Uh, the gun yeah. rights people. Yeah, well, that, that's one of the things I was going to say is that Antifa actually... Um, Do you believe that, Jerry? ...is going to be on their side. I mean, it was in Vice, so I don't know <laughs> if I can believe it or not, but, uh, you know, that yeah. would be something that Vice would, would typically not print. So Maybe, though. That they are, I mean, the fact that they are is interesting. I mean, tankies like their guns, so... Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, it doesn't shock me. You know, I was a little surprised when I heard it, but then it's like, well, you know, okay, that, that sort of makes sense. I mean, you know, you got like, a John also, Brown gun club and... Yeah. And uh, uh, and they also use the angle of that you know gun tr- gun control is racist, which is you know the angle that Mastre also uses. Um, yeah. So maybe they'll maybe they'll hold one. hands. I think it's going to be more state worshippers versus anti-state or at least pro two A. So I don't. I don't be. think they're. I don't think they're going to have much opposition at all in terms of like actual like citizenry. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's it, the the only real potential for violence is going to be between like police. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you guys see the police killed. They have a killdozer. Yeah, I saw that. They're, fuck, they're, they're that's shipping so one fucked in. up. It's not, it's not as cool as the real kill. Oh well, of though. course, nothing will be as <laughs> awesome as the real killdozer. Yeah. But, but is that is that where the guy like converted a bulldozer into mm-hmm. a tank and yeah. then like yeah. plowed a government building? Or uh, the whole town plowed the whole <laughs> yeah. town. Fucked him over. It was over like unpaid parking like tickets taxes, or something right? like that, right? Yeah, they were, they were planning it was an to, eminent domain. Yeah, they were planning to like build a like what a road in, in front of his. Or like cut off the, his driveway so he can't get access to the road or something like that. I don't know. More roads. I forget. I'd have to read it. I haven't. I haven't read a, up on that story. It was a little long. bit of an extreme reaction. They but. never did. Uh, stop no, it him. was a constant years of like fucking with him. Oh, and he it? just had enough. He, snapped. he snapped. Yeah, yeah. it's like falling down, man. Good for him. Just I mean, he's over. dead, but good for him. Well, I think he. I think it was self-inflicted gunshot yeah. wound, yeah. right? Yeah. They were closing in. The killdozer yeah. like ran into a ditch or something, yeah, it and got he, stuck. It got stuck in the mud, and uh, this guy took his own life. That's what happened. But yeah. uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. So you're saying the police have one of these things, like to just yeah. bulldoze well, it's, the it's, crowd? It's, it's like a, it's a, it's like a bearcat or some sort of, you know, like up armored vehicle of some sort. I mean, the the one one picture I saw, like it actually looked like a straight up bulldozer. So I don't know <laughs> what that was all about. But like, you know, it's like you know this SWAT tactical bearcat type militarized shit. So let's just um, yeah. Which I, I I I think really like it's not so much that they're intending like obviously when they say like oh we're hearing credible threats of violence and blah blah, blah it's all bullshit it's well, all course, completely yeah. made up yeah yeah it's all just purely optics on behalf of like the governor and the Democrats whatever in Virginia just to try to make it look like the most dramatic scary thing possible. Jared, would you right. say it's the Zionist media? <laughs> did they already declare a state of emergency? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's oh, you know God. for. From what I can tell, it's just going to be a peaceful protest. Yeah, of course it is. You know, but you know, oh, the, they're the, treating it like it, it's well, no, it's 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 um, like the Wolverines are coming down from the mountains <laughs> in Red Dawn. Like they're tre- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what the fucking cops are taking it as. It's such bullshit, man. You should Wolverines. see our they, they, I know, they, right? They they all know it's bullshit. But uh, they've had they've had oh, drones. It's all right wing supremacist, uh, white supremacists. That's fascist. if you read the local media, of course. Right. Is David yeah. Hall going to be there? 
Probably. Apparently, apparently okay, so Is Caitlin, Cal, Caitlin Bennett going to be there? No, of course oh, not. Oh, man. Dude, but uh, Cal... Uh, <laughs> Cal Mono, you gonna, uh, you gonna ask her out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spaghetti head. <laughs> but uh, Cal, Cal from uh, Liberate RBA. What's he doing? Cal's he, definitely he's there. there. So this is his uh, home turf. This so he's there. Well, he posted a picture of a video or of a car, and it had a bunch of Infowars stickers on it. And he talked to the guy, and apparently he like works or something. I, I, he, but he said that Alex Jones is going to be in Richmond. Oh God! So he's already oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm pretty excited about it. I hope that comes to fruition. I wish I, wish I didn't have to work in on a tank, dude. Oh like my did, God! Like he went to that Hillary thing, he just like <laughs> rolled in on a tank, yelling like Epstein didn't kill himself. How, how do these people like not have to be at work on Monday? It's it's on Monday, it's right? A holiday. Is it? It's, it's a, MLK it's, day. It's MLK racist. Oh, jeez. All these people have worked <laughs> for the I government, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A hilarious-ass meme where it shows that angry Pakistani guy who has his hand on his yeah. on his hips, and he's just like looking down and says, this is the, that fate, or what my FBI agent, uh, my FBI agent, when he sees I took off on January 20th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that the, the only risk there is some sort of like subversive provocateur oh, or somebody just- lot, yeah. You know, like, who knows? It'd be like fucking, you know, like, I don't think this is going to happen. But the only risk is, you know, some sort of subversive element, like doing something crazy or trying to get people to do something crazy. Right. Um, I think the the protesters, you know, the the pro-gun people are going to be too smart for that. Ethan, do you think your boy Chris Cantwell is going to be there? No, he's definitely not. I I, I don't think he's allowed in the state. Yeah, isn't he in, like, house arrest? (laughs) No, no, they, I I think he's he's gotten done with all that, but I don't think he's allowed in the state of Virginia anymore. Like I think that was like part of like the conditions was like he's not allowed <laughs> in Virginia now or something. I think I heard that. Um, Augustus of Invictus, oh, Augustus oh, Invictus. Oh, he's not gonna uh, be there. He's, he's not gonna be there either. He's in trouble for uh, domestic abuse or and something. Kidnapping. In, and kidnapping, kidnapping. Yes. in uh, what state is that in? Is it uh, in Florida? I think he took him from South Carolina to Florida or vice versa, something like that. Not. Crater face. What, what is this like? Took his. I saw something about. It. I only saw like a headline, but I don't know what the the content. Was he of like this sacrificing is. a goat or something? No. I, I, what a ridiculous it, suggestion! It, 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 it sounds like a like took his kids from the the ex wife kind of thing or something. But I, I, apparently I have took no her idea too. If that has anything to do with it? <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, my my first reaction was like, oh, this might be something like uh, like a Cody Wilson thing, like where he got like set up or something. That dude um, does his own. He does not need to be set up. Yeah, but, that, that was my yeah. reaction, Phil. But you know, I don't know anything about it. I mean, maybe he is. Uh, That's you know, okay. This is assertion basement, Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> assertion. This is assertion. A, safe, a safe space for assertions. Yes, dude. Dude, should All I post right, this podcast fair. and we are Catonsville private group on Facebook? No, fuck off, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, just asking. That's um, a yes. <laughs> I don't I'm get banned real quick. <laughs> what was that? There's something else I was going to say about Sorry. the, the Virginia it. thing. I'm totally spacing on it. It well, might come to me. I, I don't know if you guys seen a lot of the pictures coming out of the fence, that the fencing they have set up. Because uh, Northam, yeah. he declared the state of emergency, so no one can, like, there's no guns allowed in the Capitol building. And I guess they had plans on being, like, on the steps, but now they're not allowed to because, <sighs> heaven forbid. Are they allowed to bring tar and feathers, though? Uh, I hope. Hopefully. Yeah, but yeah, then they they're going to have like metal detectors and all this shit. However, like it's only within like the block that like the Capitol building is on. So now the plan is all the protesters who will be armed are just going to be like one block away. So I don't really see how that's like th- that doesn't really hurt the protesters. Like the fact that they're like a block away doesn't change. I think it does. I think it clearly does. It's government saying, "Hey, you can't be here. Then no, you pay for this, and you want, we're the government of the people." But hey, you're not allowed to be here. Well, which so if anything, I mean, I I feel like the the fact that they're the the governor. I'm just going to say the governor to encapsulate like the, all the politicians who whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact that the governor is turning this into like this insane optics thing. I think it ultimately is going to sort of, if anything, backfire and sort of prove the point of the protesters and the pro-gun people that like this is why we need to have our guns because you're a bunch of abusive psychopaths who like as soon as we even want to just have a rally you break out fucking tanks and all this other crazy shit so like if anything it's really just proving the point of the protesters so it seems like you know 
if anything, I mean, ultimately, I don't think much of anything is going to come of any of this. <laughs> yeah, I have that but, feeling but just too. Just from a pure optics standpoint, if anything, like the governor is just making it, you know his his position look worse. Now, I, I do remember now the the interesting thing I, w- I wanted to bring up. Now, the I think it's like VCDL. I I'm, I might not have it's the Vir- Virginia Citizens Defense League. I mm-hmm. think, mm. but they're they're like a. Uh, a pro, I, I think guns are their main thing, but they might be more of like you know, like a right wing ACLU mm. sort of an organization. But they had they went to Virginia court to get an injunction against this, saying like that's unconstitutional, it's illegal, he can't do it. Um, the court upheld the state of emergency order, saying no guns. So then they took it to the Virginia Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court. And it was upheld again. Mm. Now, what's interesting is that not only is it, you know, pretty clear violation of, you know, the Constitution, uh, including the Virginia Constitution, which I think has uh, pro-gun provisions that are even arguably stronger than the Second Amendment itself. Um, So, you know, it's obviously, you know, anti-Second Amendment. It's anti-whatever the pro-gun provision is in the Virginia Constitution. But... Further still, back in, I think it might have been as recently as like 2012, there was a law specifically passed that said that during states of emergency, you can't like inhibit like gun ownership or carrying of guns or whatever. Like there was like a law passed within the past many years, like within the last 10 years that addresses this exact situation. Was that in response to something like Katrina where like you need to like defend your property or something? I mean, it it wouldn't have been Katrina specifically, but it it was. Yeah, not the past few um, years, but. I, 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 I saw some article, you know, like on some program website or something talking about this and, and they had the text of the law. Like there was you know, a couple paragraphs in there that specifically saying like that this is exactly what the governor specifically is not allowed to do. Like it's like the most clear, plain as day, you know, case case open and shut that I've ever seen. So it. it it boggles the mind you know the courts obviously they'll stretch and twist anything as much as they can but at least you can like they come up with like insane arguments but at least it's an argument i have no idea what their argument is is here you know other than like yeah the law says that but we're really scared so we're just gonna (laughs) say fuck the law right like i it's it's pretty mind-boggling oh i saw some like uh it was zero hedge or i forget yes that's a website phil but, uh, the website that I saw where apparently they were doing testing off the coast of Florida and gradually moving it up closer towards Virginia of um, some type of interference with GPS. Um, like a like GPS blocking sort mm-hmm. of thing? And really? It was testing, yeah, and it was supposed to be on month. They were on, on course to reach Virginia, like Richmond area, tomorrow. Why was, do they have to like, go up the coast? Well, that's what they said. They showed the map of where it was going and like is it a circle, boat? circle, circle, circle. Is it like a boat or something? I don't know. I I, I just saw barely the the article, like the first few paragraphs. And who's doing fuck this up test? The United States uh, military, mm. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody <laughs> you know, in this country would this be able to get anywhere. Fucking <laughs> aliens! Or, I don't know. This was on. <laughs> it was the lizard people. Okay, the Babylonian this Brotherhood. The, this was <laughs> in the flat Earth Facebook group. <laughs> I hey, saw. Uh, I shot Glover. <laughs> hey, uh, Ethan, Ethan. Ethan, how is it? Hey, how is it? Your boy uh, Donald Trump isn't coming into Virginia and protecting the con- the Constitution, on, on, dude. On, on, dude. Oh, no, no, on, noble guys. white steed. <laughs> <laughs> he has sure. spoken. Uh, I don't know. That, that, that is, yeah, it's very conspicuous. Thing. Explain to us the 69D chess. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's hard to say. He he seems to, much to my and many people's frustration, uh, be, if I were to say there was a 4D chess to this, you know, it's just that he's positioning himself as being not a Second Amendment quote-unquote radical you know not being super super strong on second amendment i guess maybe for election purposes you know so in the debates uh and the campaign coming up you know he can make the case to moderates whoever you know that like oh i'm not like some sort of like radical on the second amendment i believe in common sense gun control or some dumb shit like that i don't know it's stupid it's annoying it's frustrating and uh well he do you do you see the tweet what do you no. tweet? His tweet. He said, "Okay, so this is from Donnie on uh, the 17th. 
He says, your Second Amendment is under very serious attack in the great Commonwealth of Virginia. That's what happens when you vote for Democrats. They'll take your guns away. Republicans will win in Virginia in 2020. Thank you, Dems. Yeah, but I mean, what does that say? I mean, doesn't he have like the, the Constitution? So he can, he can go in when, you know, Democrats in Virginia are like break the Constitution. Can he uh, go the in? doesn't have any authority over that. They don't have authority to do anything, they, but they still do it. They don't have authority to well, assassinate uh, generals in Iran, but uh, they do it anyway. I mean, arguably, you. I'm sure somebody's made an argument that he does. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, ultimately, like the fucking Constitution has no fucking authority. I mean, so I mean, you know, what's your point? you're right there. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, fuck, I don't know. At least you made that tweet, you know, <laughs> and maybe he's right about that. You know, maybe or maybe shit like this. Maybe uh, you're just we'll, swinging we'll from his back, his yeah. nutsack like fucking Georgia the Jungle. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm being critical of him here. I don't think he's. I think he could be doing a lot more, and it's really annoying and frustrating that he doesn't. I wish he would. You know, he uh, he could be a lot stronger on guns, um, and I find it pretty conspicuous that he's not. Um, I don't really know what to make of that. I mean, I don't think he's himself anti-gun, but he's sure not doing a whole lot to help people. Other than although he is, you know, getting judges appointed. So as far as I can tell, the you know the judges he's appointing uh, he is appointing are relatively, and I emphasize relatively, you know, good. Um, which is ultimately the only way shit like this is going to get fixed is with the courts. Mm. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm not necessarily optimistic, but you know, what else are you, I mean, you know, you look at like all the, you know, how the fuck is the governor getting away with this in the first place? Well, cause obviously the, the judges in fucking Virginia are just Letting corrupt it. partisan pieces of shit. Right. Um, was that what started so, this whole the whole what started this whole uh, boogaloo? Was it the fact that the Democrats <laughs> the Democrats uh, boogaloo has been brewing for a long time? The Democrats won in Virginia, right? They have they now have control in the uh, state legislature. That's my understanding. Yeah, and so is that is this what, a state thing or is this a national? Well, they tried thing? to pass, or they've already passed a a law banning AR-15s, right? That's what prompted this. I think it's or what they're, they're trying to do in the next session or something like that. Yeah, I think they were trying to essentially ban. I think it was like two thirds of the guns in the state. Yeah, the scary, the scary guns, the scary, the black the, the ones. Scary black yeah, guns. So I mean, Trump's tweet is exactly right. This is what happens when you vote for Democrats. They, they're gun grabbers. I think we all know that. It's not right? controversial. It's not controversial <laughs> to me. I mean, that's Should why be. the Democratic base likes them. They want that. Yeah. They want. They want all guns banned. I mean, that's what they want. Right. Yeah. You know, for the most part, yeah. Definitely. And then no one, no one will have guns ever again, right? I, I saw uh, it, it might have been something that came from like the the governor of West Virginia, but somebody with some position of authority, you know, mostly jokingly said something about how like you know West Virginia would love to you know annex any uh, counties in Virginia that want to uh, secede, <laughs> you know, which is the vast majority of the state. Ethan, yeah. Ethan, would you say that in 2020, if you don't want to go with a gun grabber, you've got to vote for a pussy grabber? I like that. I like that. That's 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 a that's a good slogan. You're, you're great so, either way, something's getting game. grabbed. <laughs> something's getting grabbed. That could be a good title for the podcast. <laughs> something's getting <laughs> grabbed. All right. Yeah. It's a little rapey, but we'll we'll go with it. What is yeah. a little rapey these days? Like that's True. never stopped this podcast. <laughs> Some of the things, yeah, definitely. So I, I ultimately think nothing's really going to happen tomorrow. It's going to go relatively peacefully. Maybe a, uh, an arrest here or there. Oh, yeah, probably. I, I just I, I, they, there there's a lot of people. I, I don't know. Do you think there's a lot of people that's more discouraged because of the police response to this from showing up? Or does that encourage more people to show up? Probably, if anything, it's encouraging more people to show up. You know, no, I'm torn. Cause, right? cause, cause, well, because because like I was saying, like optically, this just just makes their the the gun grabber position just look so much worse. You know, it's clearly pissing off the pro gun people that much more. Um, so yeah, I I think if anything, it's just going to increase the presence, and you know, they're all going to be a block away. They're all going to have their guns. Um, right. You know, I mean, c- clearly. The politicians, the governor, want to turn this into another Charlottesville. That's what they want. Oh, They're doing yeah. their oh, damnedest yeah. to turn this into that. Um, I don't maybe think throw some hoods into the crowd or something. Probably maybe, it, it, maybe it, some uh, tiki torches. What will be interesting is to see what the media does with it, because obviously they're going to do their best to just smear things and be like, "Oh, clearly look yeah. at all these Nazis or whatever." So, you know, the worst I think we're going to see is probably some. 
subversive elements, you know, sneaking in amongst the crowd and putting on hoods or doing sneaky, you know, sneaky Nazi salutes and, and, and shit like that. Um, I mean, the real interesting question is this: is this going to have any impact on whatever happens with this law that they're trying to push through? You know, I've never seen a protest that actually accomplished anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could argue I mean, look, civil look, rights look, look protests what, certainly look, accomplished look at, things. Well, yeah, but that's because they were fighting for the left, and so they would have done that anyway. Um, I mean, look, 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 uh. at, look at 2013 in Maryland. I mean, they had the biggest protest they've ever had on the state house. They had hearings on the bills that like literally went for days. It was like the most testified against bill in all of Maryland history. They just sort of rammed it through anyway. Which one was that? The the Firearm the Safety one? Act of yeah. 2013. You know, okay. the one that, you know, uh, banned... Fingerprinting. Banned assault. That? No, that's, that's, that's been in Maryland for decades. This is one that like, it, it banned assault weapons hmm. uh, in Maryland. You know, thank God there was a grandfather law. Right. Um, which I think, I could be totally wrong about this, but I think that's one of the big issues with the Virginia laws. There's no grandfathering. Mm. Yeah, doesn't it? I think it also has to do with like private sales and the so, gun show. So scary words, loop. If you, if you have, yeah. if you already possess an, an AR-15, and they pass this law, you're suddenly a criminal, or you Correct. have X that, amount of time to turn it in, or something. Ethan, like that. I, I, th- Ethan I, I think that's that that might be the case, and that's one of the things that's got people really pissed off. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different components. A lot of it is the same kind of shit that we already have have in Maryland have had for decades. Ethan, like, Ethan, what does it mean when people talk about the quote-unquote gun show loophole? It's There is no gun show loophole. <laughs> no, but the they're media talk- said there is. They're, they're just talking about private sales, <laughs> which are generally... Pri- private sales are not regulated by the federal government. So... So, like, I thought when you when you sold a gun privately, aren't you technically supposed to both go down to, like, the police station and it like, depends, sign it, it over? Depends on, it depends on your state law. So that, but so, in Maryland, so, wasn't it already that way, or, uh, or you don't in, know? In in Maryland, uh, handguns. Have, I, I'm only going to go back several decades, so this is like basically like for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you go back a hundred years, there were no regulations, but it's always been that handguns are regulated and they're sort of special weapons. You know, there, there's a class of weapons called regulated weapons in Maryland. Um, and regulated weapons are, are basically just scary rifles and handguns. Um, so those you have always had to go through the Maryland background check process, which means either going through an FFL, i.e. a gun store or whatever, or you can also just go down to the state police barracks and fill out the paperwork there. They do a background check. You wait a week and blah, 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 and then you can do it. So, but that's garbage. only for handguns and scary rifles. For non-scary rifles, shotguns and stuff like that, private sales are pretty much unregulated now right. it is against the law to like knowingly sell it to somebody you know to be a criminal or should have known was a criminal or whatever so yeah like if you know that your neighbor is a felon and you sell a gun to them like that's still illegal yeah um but generally speaking is on you can just walk into you know dick's sporting goods or i mean i, I may I'm, yeah <laughs> not dick's anymore I mean, you can still you, buy it, shotguns there right? i i may have hypothetically no, you can't buy anything there? no dick's like got rid of all their gun they're no, gun no, today. Phil, that's no. false. I went, no, I literally, I, I literally saw guns at Dick's like a month ago. They, they, I went there. They, they I went there. Wellstone to check out guns. AR-15s anymore. They I think might. that was the other dicks you went to. I, I, I think. I think a <laughs> lot of oh. <laughs> I, I I think the 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 dicks policy was that they no longer sell AR-15s. Period. And probably at or around that same time, a lot of dick stores just stop carrying guns entirely. But yeah. you know, it's sort of like Walmart. Like some Walmart sell guns, some don't. Yeah, but you they're know, selling like, off their inventory. Uh, you know, like when I was there, I, I think I thought I saw some like AR-15 platform style rifles. Maybe they were in AR-15s, maybe they were like AR-10s or something. But uh, I mean, I saw some guns that uh, looked to be semi-automatic AR- rifle when it was I was an there. AR-69, dude. Yeah, I, I, AR-69. Yeah. I, I no, I know. was maybe, I was very stoned while there. I was gonna say, did you bump your head? I, I and don't go know. There? I mean, that, that's all just corporate. Is this after policy. your your whoopsie fall? <laughs> whoopsie fall. <laughs> so 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 here's here, here's the thing here's the thing to understand when you're dealing with an FFL. That's a federal. That's federally regulated, and the impetus for that was interstate commerce. And they could say, like, well, if you're a proper business gun store, you're engaging in interstate commerce, and thus federal laws can apply to you. Mm. But private sales from one private citizen to another private citizen, the courts, you know, I assume the Supreme Court, however many decades, generations ago, said, you know, the federal government can't regulate that. We can't 
contort our legal arguments to say that this is interstate commerce. So that's purely a state thing. Mm. So, um, so even at a you know a, a gun show, I mean, gun shows have no different laws than they do anywhere else. The fact is that many states, including Maryland, I'm not sure honestly what the state is you know what the state of the law is today in maryland but i know at least used to be many years ago i may have hypothetically you know responded to a classified ad and bought a shotgun from a guy in a parking lot and it's completely fucking legal um and that's true of most states in the country is that private sales are generally like you're not allowed to knowingly sell a gun to a felon right but other than that like it's whatever Fuck them. Um, these laws suck. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so stupid. So I know that's that's one of the components of the Virginia law is that you know you're not allowed to do that anymore or something, and that's that's just purely just a state thing, and states can do whatever they want, um, within reason, I guess. You know, the Second Amendment was incorporated against the states in the Woolard decision back somewhere around 2010. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the year. Son of a um, bitch. So you know. It could be taken to the course, but I'm sure the course would uphold, you know, laws about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is, this is getting off on a tangent. But but that, I love because well, you, you asked you asked about the the gun show loophole. All they're talking about like gun shows is that if you're a private seller and you're at a gun show, it's still treated like any other private sale, which is generally per state law not strictly regulated. So it's just more easily facilitating a private sale. Yeah, so like at a gun show, you may have a bunch of tables with gun stores that have FFLs. Right. And you may have some tables that does have private sellers that have their private collections. Yeah. Well, if you're in a state like Virginia, and it certainly used to be the case in Maryland, I'm not sure about it anymore, if you go up to the private seller's table, you just hand them cash and they hand you the gun. Right. There is no background check. Right. But that's because that's the law that's at the all law. times across the entire state. Right. Is that for handguns too, or that that does not qual- that doesn't um, apply to the uh, the regulated weapons, handguns and uh, now now we're talking about Maryland specific law. Yeah, because I I bought a handgun from a gun show, but it was a company, and I had I still had to like wait seven days, get a background check, and then like go to the store to get my gun. And that and that yeah, that I has been like that has been true <laughs> of handguns in Maryland for a long time. Okay. Whereas if it had been a private seller at a gun show with a shotgun. It would not have been. But if he had, if it was that same guy, private individual, and he had a handgun, it would still be subject to right. not the federal background check and everything, but Maryland has their own background <sighs> check with the oh, seven-day oh, wait oh. and all that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> many fucking laws. Yeah, they gotta it's make, so convoluted. They got to make sure you're not going to shoot up a school, I guess. I don't know. Or at least, a, at least you like, have to wait a week before yeah. you do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Give you some time to think about killing little Timmy. Yeah. 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 I think one of the other things <laughs> yeah. in Virginia, that like Virginia seems like they're really just copying all the Maryland laws. So there's the one gun a month rule, oh. whatever. Um, I didn't know that was a rule. I'm going to go home so angry just thinking about this shit. I'm not going to be able to yeah. sleep. Do you even own any guns? No. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm willing to talk about. Jared, why the fuck would you like put people on blast like that, Jared? What I'm the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Just asking questions, dude. Ask me after the podcast. <laughs> okay. It might have not been a voting record. accident. All right. <laughs> so uh, you guys ready for next topic? Um. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Let's do so this. Why don't you settle down, Kyle? All right. Start so, moving uh, along. Dave Smith is in a little bit of hot water Ooh, for uh, sitting down with um, or appearing on Stefan Molyneux's show um, and calling him great. Oh, God forbid. Yeah, the, he called him the great Stefan Molyneux, which yeah. he says the great. He says ever he calls everyone like the great. Like, that's what his thing is when he has like a big guest on or he goes. He just is the great. Did Molyneux uh, go on his show or did he go he on, on Molyneux? Okay. That's the reason why they he, all have shows, right? Because he went on his. He was his in Dave Smith's defense after he got, he got some shit from the Fakertarians group, uh, primarily like John Hudak and all like the, all the crazy leftists that are in there. Like Hudak's not a leftist. No, he's not. But I said in the other like the typical you know from the, yeah, the what the Tom Woods suspects. and everyone would call yeah the usual suspects I call them or, or the, the loser, loser brigade. brigade. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and of course like I don't like Molyneux. I don't yeah. I haven't listened to him in years and i wasn't an avid follower of him at all ever um uh, i like some of the stuff i heard from him clearly but everything else i just kind of you know just went, did my own thing with that <laughs> i never really got into it but anyway so he went on his platform because he was like look this dude's got like a million followers on youtube why would i not go on his platform and pretty try sure to- it's not the first time they would have talked either i'm pretty sure he's been on my oh yeah, yeah show he before. has but it's the fact that after a lot of his white nationalist shits come to light that he's at um Mondays never 
said anything white nationalist. Oh, uh, he he's he's. I don't know, dude. That whole uh, Poland, yeah. that whole Poland tweet was a little weird. Tweet and video. I oh, mean, video, was he yeah. was he wrong? Oh, any of it. Okay, so he well, I mean, it's all, he was, all I mean, he was talking maybe. about was was homogeneity versus diversity. He wasn't saying anything specific about but he white was, people. But he was talking about anecdotally he did say about white crime, people, though, didn't he? Yeah, he said I don't really see a lot of. Uh, he's, like, know, he's like, yeah, it's pretty much all white people yeah, here. Yeah, there's not no a lot crime. of crime. You know, he's all into the. He like, literally said, just I mean, like there's that. always an escape hatch when you when you say stuff like that. But you got to think like, how, how does this sound? He, you know what he does? Like, I would feel weird. Oh. Like, even if I noticed okay, something but, like that, I'd be like, you know. Maybe okay, there's something so, to having like a population that's largely the same. I mean, people say that as a defense or a an argument against like something like universal health care. Well, they I, say I, like, look at Sweden, you know, they're able to do it. Well, they have you know a homogenous culture where they're able to pull that off. It's not like well, they don't have any blacks running around, you know, <laughs> like like well, that's. <laughs> I'm black, I mean, so are, are, are you are you critical? Are, are you, Whoa. <laughs> Are, just kidding. <laughs> are you are you are you critical of Molyneux's like the things that he says, or are you just b- being critical of the optics of how he says? It I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot of it's look. I don't know what's in his soul. Like, I, I don't see inside his brain. But the optics of like him getting really into like the race IQ stuff, and him talking about like Taylor Swift's eggs, and him talking about um, oh, you know well, like okay. going to going to. The whole Poland thing, like it all, kind of adds up into like a lot of like weird. And he said, like, if Weinstein uh, had like, uh, yeah, then with, the like, juice. There's a lot of yeah. Jew stuff. Like, you know, would would Epstein have like done the, to the kids if they were Jewish? It's like, what what are you saying? Like, and then of course he can explain it away after and be like, well, what I was really saying was, but it's like you're clearly tweeting stuff that you know is going to be provocative in the sense that it's gonna like touch on some racial or anti-Semitic, like, lines. And, like, look, I don't know what the guy really thinks. It's a little dicey, heart. Ethan. It's just, it's a little dicey. And, I mean, look, I don't hate Dave for going on a show. Like, if he invited one of us on, I would go on a show. I mean, I, mean, well, I you know, it's a million listeners, and I would, you know, and maybe I would call him out on something. Maybe I wouldn't if it came up. I wouldn't go on there with, I, like, a vengeance. I actually but. heard something from, it was Dave Smith put out, within the last couple of months, I want to say, uh, where he had some little rant where he went on about, I, I wish I could remember the exact context, but it was something like, if not, I, I'm pretty sure it was it was something like, um, you know, there's a response to people that will criticize the media, um, you know, say like, oh, the New York Times and Washington Post are trash and you can't trust them, blah, blah, blah. And people respond and say like, oh, well, you're just being anti-Semitic like when you like criticize the media or criticize these news well, organizations. Yeah, that's just asinine. Yeah. Well, it is, but you know, Dave Smith's point was like, "You fucking idiots!" Like, really, all you're doing when you're saying that is that you're giving credibility to the alt right and anti-Semitic people. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, when you say this shit, that to me sounds like, oh, well, then I guess people, you know, like Richard Spencer, whoever, like they must have a point then, if I'm to believe what you, the critics, you know, of them are saying. And so he went off on a rant about that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember anybody, you know, giving Dave Smith shit for that. What do you say uh, about immigration? He got in some some libertarians were criti- critical of him for his immigration position. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not going to like say like don't talk to Stefan Molinan, the Melanin, Molinu. Let me just, let's say Steph. Don't start to, don't talk Steph to Melanin. S- Melanin, <laughs> Steph Melanin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, should, that's going to be the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Melanin. Let's do it. Uh, if uh if he, you know, like okay, fine. He's like kind of pro-border he's sort of anti-immigration he makes the argument of like the demographics voting for democrats i mean okay fine i don't see that as like being like oh he's a super racist i don't i don't take that line on, on that sort of comment um it's just more so the weird tweets about jews and like you know taylor swift's eggs and i'm just remember, like why would you want to like aware of, of <laughs> him making any comments about jews now you said there's something about there's epstein. a few tweets yeah yeah he Did said something that? yeah he said something along the lines of like epstein's like if epstein would have been there was a few of them if epstein would have been uh targeting uh jewish girls would the media care or something like like along those lines hmm. and it, it's, a, that is a curious one he said okay I mean, so it, and, and look and and, and uh, look maybe he has some other point that he would say after this would be explain it away but it's like the fact that you're tweeting that is like you're playing the sort of the race baiting game there Clearly. you know that like al sharpton and like all these guys do where it's like you're sort I of like tossing it out there and I, it's like oh i, I see what you're saying my tweet with like a bunch of angry people calling me an anti-semite and then i'm going to come out and be like oh ha i actually meant this 
You know, it's just like I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, but compared to like something, somebody like an Al Sharpton race baiter, I think that's... well, okay, Sharpton's that's way more extreme for sure. Sharpton I mean, never retracts anything. Uh, yeah, I, well, neither I, does I, Steph. I don't, I, I don't think the only that's thing I've ever heard Steph retract was his whole thing about how like um, he retracted the thing, his like whole theory on Robin Williams when he went on Joe Rogan. Joe was like, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude." He was trying to make this that. whole thing where it was like he killed himself because of his like wife or something like that. And Ron, and Joe was like, no, I, I know that for a fact is not true. Steph I, made it to Joe remember. Rogan? Ste- oh, yeah, dude. Wow. He's been yeah. on there twice. But this oh, was wow. like years, years ago. Yeah, this was, was years was a while ago. ago. Um, the thing, the problem I have with I, Steph I mean, Molyneux. If, if you want to say he can be a little sort of clickbaity with some of the stuff he says, you know, like that's probably fair. But there's a big difference between saying like, oh, the optics of how you approach this are bad. Like that, that's a big difference then. You know, you're wrong, you're a bad person, which I know you're not saying, but it just seems like, you know, your reaction, it, and I, it's, it, I think a reasonably fair criticism is that, oh, you know, the optics of, you know, how inflammatory he can be, like, isn't great. Like, okay, that's fair. Or, I mean, but, like, I don't even mind in terms of the stuff that he says, like, like, you talk about, like, like the race and IQ stuff, like, okay, but, like, he's not saying it from a position of being racist. Like, uh, who's it? Sam Harris. You know, it was like big time lefty. You know, he actually at least like probably a year yeah, or two ago. Yeah, he had ago, Douglas Murray on. Yeah, yeah, Douglas Murray yeah, yeah. on, and like he starts a podcast by saying like, you know, like I used to believe like everything people said about you, like oh, you're just like a horribly racist person, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. And yeah, he's but, like, I but feel, then I actually yeah. read the book and I realized like, holy shit, like no, this is like some like the most thorough, legitimate social science I've ever read. Sam Harris is a scientist himself. Of yeah, yeah, but a lot and of he, and he's like, you know, like there's actually something valid here that's worth talking about. It's like, I, well, okay, so like. But it's how it's how it's being presented. I think that that really. Well, okay, that's a fair know. criticism, but yeah. that that that's a very different thing than saying like, "How dare you talk about no no you know, race and IQ or something?" It's like, yeah. well, okay, like that's fine, but like the fact that he chooses to talk about things that other people think are uncouth, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, especially being like you know libertarians in the libertarian space, like obviously, like we're not talking about this stuff because they're trying to be sensitive to people's feelings and not offend anybody or whatever so sure okay my, my thing with that is the whole thing race and iq was um i wish i had more of the facts to back up my claims in this but uh vinnie marshall on think liberty he did a good like podcast um where he attacked this whole race iq thing and he had uh, he came up with, like a ton of good points about the people who did the research on the race iq thing were skewed and were paid for by a bunch of uh like almost like white supremacist groups uh, or like that back these these studies and it's not really legitimate. Um, I wish I had more of the stuff. It's been so it was like two years ago. Was, was he was he attacking IQ itself or like the specific the race IQ the race Spe- IQ and he was just everything because there's right when uh, Stefan Molyneux took that turn they addressed like two years ago where he started really getting into it where they they had an episode of it and they dedicated solely to that and it was really good I, I learned a lot of stuff in it but I clearly didn't stick with me <laughs> in my head right now to repeat but um uh, but the, a separate thing from that is what um you're talking about what Stefan Molyneux does he he does this he comes from the same school of Nicholas Sarwark where he says something without directly saying it but he wants you to he wants it to be inferred to you you know you to infer what he's saying and then once you come back say uh, he'll be like oh you're just a racist oh i didn't say anything nick sarwark does the same fucking bullshit and it pisses me off it's like they dance around this whole sub like richard spencer does a lot of that shit all a lot of these 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 right-wing people do that they they talk they go off on these real long, t- like sophisticated tangents without saying what they really like. Here's my point. Let's base it across across your point. It's insinuation. It, Is that the word you're looking well, for? Yeah, insinuate yeah. something. And, but Nick Sark does the same exact shit, and it's like, well, I, where did I say that? Show me where I said that. And then, like, you go back and, well, that's not what I said. And it's the same <laughs> thing Stefan Molyneux does, and it drives me crazy. I hate when people do that. And yeah. I, I think I, I've, like I said, I haven't liked him in a while. I don't trust a guy. Who, that close to a camera talking into it it's weird <laughs> i never like that that's probably a fair criticism that yeah. with like a white I, background yeah totally bald <laughs> all, all, all i think i would say is that you know you're you got to be really careful when you're talking about like well i read in between the lines and now i know what you're getting at like okay i'm not i'm not saying i'm, I'm not saying there's no validity to that there's definitely been plenty of times like you see somebody saying something, you're like I clearly know what they're trying to say here, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get that. That's the thing. I'm not saying that's totally invalid. I'm just saying I think you should be pretty careful about that because I think that Molyneux 
specifically in his case, he's pretty explicit, not very afraid to say things explicitly that he actually means. He says plenty of very controversial, inflammatory things that are known to be extremely unpopular with 99% of the population. And so to start reading things beyond what he says explicitly, in his case, I think you start to get on rocky territory. All right, well, okay, so he had a tweet uh, most recently. It was a tweet of a picture of a bunch of kids from, like, the 1980s. It was a kindergarten class picture from one school, and it was, like, in 1970 or 1980, something like that, and then it had it one next to it, and it was a bunch of white kids, and then next to it, same school, and it was 2019, and it was mostly all, like, Hispanic kids, and he goes, he literally, his exact quote was, we were not asked. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. It's Why true, is he posting pictures of little <laughs> kids and make it, so? So I'm not, I'm not supposed to I mean, take he, away. He's, he's, deem, he's he thinks that's a bad thing. He's been he's been pretty open. Well, he I would say his his point there is, and these are things he's been pretty explicit about, is that a people have been opposed to immigration for a long time. So clearly the politicians are doing exactly the opposite of what people want to do. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm there, against force. There have been polls you know. for decades and decades and decades. Like this is one of the number one things people people in America care about is immigration and controlling immigration. That's been true for literally decades, generations at this point. And the politicians go and do it anyway, both Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, his point of we were not asked, like, well, that's a good point. Like, Who's we? The, Since when did we start, as this, an individualist, the, start the, saying we? Like, so now he's the, speaking the, for the, me as the, a white person? The citizens of the U.S. It's, it's been, it's, it's established statistical fact that for decades... The people, the entire population of the U.S., you know, whatever, you know, 60, 70 percent of Americans think that immigration is the number one priority, you know, should be the number one. Well, I mean, how do how do we know like that the, these people didn't all come here legally? I mean, just from a picture of a of a of a kindergarten classroom, we're to assume that they're it's, all it's, it's illegal not, immigrants. It, lots of people don't want don't uh, want legal immigration either. I mean, there's all sorts. Okay, of... but that seems they, like a very anti-libertarian ask. position. And they, I'm not talking about libertarians. I'm talking about the American. But he's supposed okay. to be a libertarian. I mean, but he's if, a wait, libertarian wait, guy. So if his, it's legal his, immigration, oh no, he isn't. I don't think so. He he did a yes. video where he said like I'm breaking up with libertarians. Like I don't want anything to do with he's, this anymore. According to Dave Smith, he claims that up until just. I mean, even as recent that as like this year, he's an ANCAP. Yeah, maybe but he's classifying libertarian outside of ANCAP and playing the semantics game. But if as an ANCAP, I mean, you you shouldn't be, you know, there's nothing, you know, you shouldn't be for, expl- like it's it's not within liber within the confines of being an ANCAP to say like the state should restrict, um, you know, a specific culture from coming in. I mean, sure, that's within. The you know well, the so, rights of okay, your own so, property so, and all that, but so so here's where you start go, going off and like on these different tangents that aren't. I mean that that that's fine. That's maybe not totally unfair, but w- the caption specifically says we were not asked. That is simple, simply factually true. That I'm not talking about libertarians. I'm talking about Americans in general. The politicians are not doing what the people want them to do. So in the context of America, which is supposed to be a representative democracy. The the representatives are not doing what the the demos the people yeah but I mean that's neither here nor there I mean if you're an ANCAP you shouldn't even care about that like well like like you shouldn't even be you should care that the the political class not only exists but is doing exactly the opposite of what the people want them to do if there were legal immigrants in that picture then he said they were asked because they asked the government to be citizens and. By that logic, we are the citizen. We are the, the we're the state. You I know, think you guys and, are like really torturing this more than like I'm just talking about I this just, one isolated point. Is the government doing things that are exact, the exact opposite of what the people, the well, people they're supposed to be representing, doing? Ethan, yes, not so all the true. people are um, anti-immigration. A lot of people are pro-immigration. A lot of people want no restrictions at all. Statistically, that's statistically, if you want to talk about the majority of the people, that's not true. I don't. I don't know that it is true. I mean, uh, I think it depends on the area that you Every, look at. There, there are countless statistics and polls done, taken and compiled over decades and decades that show this all to be true. Now, are they flawed? Are they imperfect? I'm sure. I guess, but there's this overwhelming data supporting the fact that the majority of Americans want immigration, both illegal and legal, to be controlled further than what it is now. Right or wrong, I'm just saying those are the facts. I mean, I, I'm and not so, saying that what he's saying isn't necessarily true, but the, the other question is the, why the, is he saying the, it? the other? 
Well, who does he mean so by to, we? To point out that the government is not doing what people want to do. Doesn't that delegitimize the, the government itself? That's a pretty ANCAP position. Saying, look, you want one thing, your government is doing the other thing. Stop fucking believing that the government is going to do what you want it to do. That's pretty ANCAP. Independent of the whole immigration and the demographic thing. Like, that's just pretty simply factually true. Yeah, He's but he needs to make out. that more explicit that's then, fa- if that's his argument. Well, okay, so now you're, you're, you're complaining about the optics of how he approaches it, and that may be a totally fair... I mean, that's, that's ultimately fine. what I'm saying. But, you're, but I feel like you guys are ascribing things to Molyneux that you're just inferring these different things or whatever. Now, as far as the why... Because you know, he's implying. But, but why, I'm only inferring because he's implying. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, that, that's, that's fine. But also in terms of specifically, oh, but there... One might say, oh, but why are you showing all the Hispanic kids? Well, A, I mean, that's who the overwhelming amount of immigrants have been. But specifically, and this is I mean, addressing, I another, this is addressing another point that I brought up was... You know, he's been very explicit that he does not think diversity is a good thing, and he thinks there's a lot of advantage advantages to homogeneity. He's been very explicit about that. He's not saying specifically they have to be white and that white people are better than another person. He's saying he's been pretty explicit that like people do better and are happier and function better, have better functioning governments, schools, whatever, when there's homogeneity in the community, when people have something they can, you know, bond over, whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be explicitly racial or whatever, but the idea yeah. that diversity is our strength is the exact no, well, opposite just, yeah. of the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, of course. Yeah. And I don't I'm not saying that, that forced diversity or forced anything I'm is against good. forced. Yeah, so. I mean, any kind well, of okay, force. Okay, that's but fine, but, you know, just because you're ANCAP purist doesn't mean everybody is. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I, I disagree with you, but I'm just saying, that, like, let's look at what's specifically on the table. He's saying that the, they're not representing you and the diversity is not our strength. Those are the two very explicit things in the tweet as you've described it. I don't think there's much argument against either of those things. But if and he came out and said that, them. then we wouldn't be having this conversation because we're like, oh, I yeah, he said that. But he, he said he dances that is, the line. That, is, well, that here's, here's, is what that is what he said. And everything else beyond that is what you're inferring. But OK, you, and you, you have one tweet. Wrong. You have one tweet that, you know, is going to go super viral. Right. Because people are going to be like, you know, the left is going to pick it up. They're going to be like, oh, Stefan Molyneux is a racist. He's, he's, he is probably being pretty deliberately clickbaity with He's it. being very clickbaity. <laughs> and the clickbait <laughs> okay. of it is I look at that and I see we were not asked. I see a picture of a bunch of white people. And then they're being replaced with with dark people or Hispanic, Hispanic people. And the inference. The Browns. Is that those white people were not asked to be replaced. That's true. Right, but but that's you're cu- then you're coming at it from okay. a racial a racial aspect. You're coming at it from an angle of, you know, these people have been displaced. There's white genocide. This whole thing. It just it, it brings up these all these inferences that, you know, instead of just saying like, look, I mean, you know, the, the demographics stuff, the stuff you're talking about, I think is pretty explicit in it, and like you can disagree with that, but it doesn't even sound like you disagree that much with this whole idea of like. Maybe a racial group doesn't like being demographically replaced, and even though, you know, they are the majority of the population, the government go ahead, goes ahead and does it anyway. I mean, again, like, this sounds like an alt-right talking point, but that's, like, basically what it sounds like you're, like, agreeing with. And I do think it's a fair criticism. You know, like I if, didn't say if, I agree with if, it. If, well, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm for, yeah, I'm for people freely associating, and if people want to associate only with their racial group, then that's fine. I mean, I'm not... Of, I, I'm definitely not for forcing them out of that, but I don't, you okay. know. So, yeah, I mean, if people want to have communities, if they want to have Germantown and live with a bunch of German people and they want to have... Which is how it used Pikesville to be. and live with a bunch of Jews, like... Yeah, <laughs> which, which is, which is naturally, which is naturally what That's fine, but it's like if suddenly, like, a bunch of white people or, you know, if Pikesville have a bunch of... Which is happening right now, I mean, there's a lot more black people living there right now. Yeah, Pikesville has a very clever nickname, I don't know if you, you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 See, there you go reading into things again. No, but I mean, it's like if if you know, black people start you know opening businesses in Pikesville and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, like by the end of ten years, it's all black people. You know, I don't think it'd be right for you know some Jews that used to live to be like we have been replaced. <laughs> you know, Got their tiki I mean, now if it was like the government came in and started like stealing everyone's property and putting black people in there. And like tearing down their businesses well, and putting is, black people in there. Well, which, then yeah, which kind of does happen with like forced Section Eight and stuff like that. Well, I'll sure, agree, right? yeah, that 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 it's like a backdoor type of yeah. forced yeah integration. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, but like, so what happens? What, what do you do when this happens on a national scale? Like you know, the, 
I mean, look, I, and I, I'm not, I, and I'm not I feel for like this that. is a cheap argument, but like, let's say this was in Israel. Yeah. You know, Israel is pretty explicitly like a racial. I got to run, guys. Good to see yeah, you. I mean, Israel's completely different, though. Yeah. I mean, well, okay, that's fine, but I'm just saying, like, if if if, Israel, if Israelis, if Israelis, if Israelis, you know, if if the the Israeli government suddenly starts like deliberately shipping in. Uh, you know, a bunch of Arabs, Muslims, like whoever, and the you know Jewish Israeli population says, like, "Hey, wait a second! Like, we're going to be a minority in like ten years in Israel. Like, this is supposed to be a place for us." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, I think it would be perfectly reasonable, legitimate for them to say, like, "Look, we want to." Yeah, I mean, if they were literally keep this if they were literally Jewish. shipping them in and building them houses, but they're literally them, they're shipping in other Jews to take. But we're talking about like I don't I don't like well, the and look, and I'm and I'm you and, know we've and we've and talked you, about you, it you have you have Democrat politicians on the debate stage saying like yes we should not only open our borders but we should give them free health care oh, yeah. paid for and by and the taxpayers of course I'm disagreeing with that yeah. Yeah. So, yeah yeah so all okay. I'm saying yeah so, all I'm saying so is there's like a let's valid, there's a valid thing to be said there you just don't you just think the way that he said it was uncouth and doesn't look good and that's a perfectly valid criticism yeah ultimately that's what I'm saying and I'm saying okay. I'm saying you know find a better way that's not as I mean I don't mind being inflammatory but it's you're being inflammatory and giving people good reason to think that you have some, you know, that you're a racist. You know, whether he is or not, you know, I don't live in his head. I don't, I don't live in his in his heart. Well, well, you know, I don't know if he's truly a racist, but, like, that stuff sounds pretty racist. And I'm not someone that throws around, you know, we've, we've had our fair share of people calling us racist. So <laughs> I, I, I try not to toss around yeah. the term very loosely, but there's some stuff that he says where you kind of scratch your head and you're like, you know, this sounds kind of racist, but... Whether it is or not, I don't I think, know. I, I think that's more of just the the general conditioning that we are all subject and victim to of the general uh, society and culture that we live in that just makes us hypersensitized to this stuff. Because I feel like when we've been talking this stuff out, we're coming to conclusions that we generally have well, some some. And that's why we I don't agree. Podcasts. Even if we don't, don't agree <laughs> with the points, like I yeah. feel like we sort of understand. Like you know, there is some principle here. There is a valid argument that's not inherently racist or whatever. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, it it sounds like we've sort of come to an agreement. They're like, yeah, he has some reasonable points. He's just making them in a way that are going to sound kind of racist to a lot of the population. Yeah. And that's a fair criticism. But I don't think that's that's just a criticism of his approach, not of him as a person or even like his principles or the things that he's arguing for. Yeah, I mean, I'm more, I'm just I'm saying, more frustrated I'm just with let's, him. Let, let, let's, yeah. let's delineate. Let's, let, yeah. let's, let's make a, a difference there. Let, let, let's delineate the difference between like, does he have bad optics? Maybe okay, that's a fair criticism. But that's different from, is he you know, like a racist? Blah blah blah. And I know you're not saying that either, but it seems like we're sort of blurring those two concepts. I'm saying I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I I haven't I haven't listened to that's like fair. every recent yeah. show that he's had. Me neither. Um, you know, I kind of stopped listening when he really got on the Trump train, um, which I didn't ascribe to racism or anything like that. I just like I I don't know. Why you're going getting so into Trump now? I, I think he wanted to broaden his audience. Well, yeah, like, I, mean, I think a lot of it is to get an audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, and, in, you know, in, in all fairness, though, too, like uh, we pointed this out, um, you know, Trump has changed like a lot of people, right? You know, I think what? Uh, I, I think Trump changed uh, a lot of people. I think Trump changed uh, Chris, got a lot of people to hate McCain. I, I think. Good, I think. Right? I think. <laughs> I, okay. I think Trump changed Stefan Molyneux. I think Trump changed uh, what's his name, Chris Cantwell. You know, like, I, I think I, I think uh, that was really. Trump. I think so. I, I think all those. I think all this stuff kind of happened at the same time. It did. It did. I, I I'm not sure that Trump was a singular catalyst, though. I think he's sort of more more so. He's the product of the zeitgeist, if you will. Uh, I, I think Trump's also radicalized the left. Uh, yeah, probably, to some extent. Well, yeah. I mean, where would um to sort of shift gears? Um, where would we, you know, where would this whole democratic socialist movement be without Trump? I mean, was that, you know, Bernie got shut down, you know, imagine Hillary had won. I mean, would they be as radicalized against Hillary? They wouldn't have. No, they, they'd be know? in the tank. for they're, they're the foot soldiers of the of the neoliberal elite. I mean, whether they, they realize it or not, probably not because they're mostly just useful idiots. Mm-hmm. Um but you, I mean, look at fucking Bernie. Bernie is like, you know, he's their Ron Paul, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, Ron Paul never came out and then ador- endorsed John McCain or, or right, Romney. Right. right. But Bernie went and endorsed 
Hillary. That's because she gave him a jet and a bunch of money yeah. to buy a second house. But you guys, do you think Epstein would still be alive if Hillary won? If Hillary uh, won? Yeah. Well, well yeah, because he never would have been arrested. There you go. That's, that's, that was the correct answer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So there's one more thing, good thing that's happened under Trump. <laughs> okay, it just so, came so, right in my so head. So like, seriously, you think Epstein wouldn't have gotten arrested under Hillary? No. Really? I mean, well, no. here's the thing. Here's one of my. Why things. would she have him? Well, well let, let me let me finish. Okay, so here's here's one of my things with Trump. I think uh, Trump uh, has been uh, conspicuously quiet on the whole Epstein thing, and that like any time Trump has like any sort of like ridiculous thought, he doesn't seem to think twice about just tweeting it, right? But he hasn't he hasn't really said uh, very much about Epstein, which kind of like leads me to jump to the conclusion like. Maybe Trump had some dealings with Epstein that could come out eventually. Maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm skeptical of that. I, I mean, I know. I know I, I, I'm <clears> just <throat> saying, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying, though, dude. He usually says whatever he thinks, you know, without, with very little, he's, very he's, little restraint. He's a lot. No, I, I, I think he's very deliberate and strategic with his tweeting. And the fact uh, dude, that. Well, that, dude, he tweets fact, like 20,000 times it, a day. The fact that it looks spontaneous, again, I think that's calculated and deliberate. Um,. I do think his lack of saying much about it is a little conspicuous. I'm not sure. I wouldn't necessarily jump to like, oh, that means like he's like, you know, Epstein got to him or he was like doing shit with Epstein necessarily. No, I, I didn't. I'm just saying um, it, it's a little weird for Trump, dude. Well, I seem to recall. I don't remember the details, but like in like, you know, the week or two after the quote unquote suicide. Um, the murder of Epstein. I don't remember that. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Attorney General Barr like came out and said like, "Oh, we're going to look into this. Like, we're going to be conducting our own investigation and blah blah blah." And what if anything has come of that? I'm not aware of anything, and I'm not holding my breath for anything to come of that. But I know I'm pretty sure like the Justice Department came out and had a couple things to say after it, saying like, "Yeah, we think this looks sketchy too, and we're going to have our own people do an investigation, or whatever." Now, as far as I know, and I wouldn't be surprised that you know they say that and then nothing ever really happens oh yeah because it's just people just kind of yeah you know i mean these, these are huge organizations completely filled to the brim with with corrupt people so even if trump and Barr really did want to do an investigation get to the bottom of it they couldn't if they wanted to anyway um and i'm not i'm not saying that i am convinced that they do want to get to the bottom of it i don't know um they don't <laughs> maybe maybe not i don't know um i don't know much about this bar guy um so you know he seems to be you know on trump's team more or less but you yeah, know so yeah. is mitch mcconnell more or less and i don't fucking trust yeah, any don't of trust those guys shit. i don't trust so fuck all of them yeah <laughs> so i don't trust them at all you know i'm not optimistic you know i mean I, I do honestly think that Trump is a pretty calculating guy. So, like, did you and hear it anything? Just mean that it's, it's hey, a lost Ethan. cause. There's nothing he's going to be able to do about it, and so he's just going to leave it at that rather than go hard at about the Epstein thing and then realize that he can't do anything about it anyway because there's just miles and miles of corruption between him and the truth. And so what the fuck's he going to do about it? Like, just make a big stink about it and then fail to do anything and just look like a failure? Like, that doesn't help him either. So, I don't know. I'm not happy about it. I wish he would go hard at him, but I don't think we should be shocked that he's not. Well, doesn't didn't uh, I think I just heard like recently in the past couple of days that Trump has somebody on his like legal defense team that is from uh, like Epstein's legal defense. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> it, it, well, <laughs> yes, no. I, I heard this too, uh, in, including um, who's that guy's on fucking TV all the time? Uh, the old guy, super famous lawyer. Um, oh, I'm totally brain farting. It'll come to me later. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. But yeah, no, like pe- people that represented Epstein are now representing. I mean, it's not <laughs> like exclusively. It's, like it's the exact same team. Um, th- th- this one guy, he's like one of the most Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz. Ah, yeah, um, is one of the people that's representing Trump in the Senate trial. But <laughs> and, 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 and Dershowitz had represented Epstein in the past. He's got a Jew last name. Is that why? <laughs> I like, mean, you must know him. I mean. He, <laughs> He is a Jew. You must, <laughs> um, must share a bowl of wow. matzo ball okay, soup with Stephen. him. <laughs> you fucking anti-Semite. He's a lawyer. Ethan, Ethan's on. Jewish too. <laughs> Ethan has a Jew card. Yeah, man, I've got I've got my own Jew card. Oh, I don't. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, so, so he, I, I know he has at least Dershowitz. Uh, I think there might have been one or two other lawyers, but I mean, of course, you know, there are whole fucking teams and whatever. I don't think it's like he specifically went to like I need to get Epstein's guys to represent me. He's like, well, no, it's Alan Dershowitz, like one of like the most prolific isn't the word, but, like he's you know one of the famous, most powerful lawyers in the country, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't think it's a great look, but it is what it is. Do you want to do? Well, on that note, we're going to take things on over to the after hours. Um, yeah, so we have uh, T-shirts for sale over at uh, libertariancountry.com. And uh, if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. And if you visit us over at patreon.com and throw us a, a buck, throw us a minimum of $1 a month to help keep the electricity on down here in Anarchy Basement, you will gain access to our after hours program. Until next time, live free or die. Status is good break, the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax forms in red. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. You suffer with the truth, then bring them home. I believe the joke will do the best for you And I believe that we have the power Have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power Break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights with the virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.